I'm Ataki Api, and welcome to Food Revolution, brought to you by the Sichungu Food Sovereignty Initiative. Every other week, we'll be bringing you stories of food sovereignty from community members and tribal food producers working to build a more just, equitable, and regenerative food system for our Sichungu Lakota Oyate, the Burnt Thai Nation. Together, we're building a tribal sovereignty through food, and we've set a place at the table just for you. Join us and be part of the food revolution. I'm Petty Washte Oyate, and thanks for tuning in to this episode of Food Revolution, brought to you by the Sichangu Food Sovereignty Initiative. I'm Michelle, the FSI Market Manager and your host for today's episode. Our next episode will air two weeks from today. Today we're chatting with Jordan Arrow, owner of Arrow Wild Harvesters and a vendor at the Lakota Harvest Market, formerly known as the Keawakpala Farmers Market, located in Mission. Hi Jordan, thanks for joining us. Can you tell us a bit about yourself and your background? I'm enrolled here. Spent most of my life here, uh, partially kind of off reservation. I just came back recently in the past two years, close to two years. That's how I kind of got into uh, this type of uh, business, pretty much. What does it mean to you to be able to provide food for your community? There's a lot of uh, different things that people kind of want as far as um, uh, indigenous plants or, you know, people, you know, Lakota people or just, you know, local people, you know, what grows around. They know roughly where it's at, but it's it's kind of a chore to try and get to these like wild plants uh, that are just growing way out in like, the middle of nowhere, essentially. So one thing we do is we'll take our time and just spend, you know, go out there and uh, get what people need. Uh, sometimes they'll put in orders. Usually that's kind of like the main aspect, I would say, we focus on. Yeah, yeah, we do like trying gardening and everything, but that's kind of, uh, I would say, working on that as a side thing, you know. Um, but we kind of try to get saved. Uh, different herbs and everything for people, uh, things like that. Anyways. I know that your family is also involved with your business and joins you at the farmer's market. What does it mean to you to be able to work with your family? Well, uh, to me, it's kind of a, it's an interesting way to, uh, I guess you could say it's like a bonding type of situation. Um, and I don't really think about it too much. Uh, as far as business-wise, you know, obviously one of the, the uh, I would say, the uh, positive aspects is, you know, you can make money, but at the same time, it's just being able to, you know, go out there and with family because uh, we do, you know, our own thing and our own time as far as work. We all do different things, uh, have different occupations. My main thing is the, uh, the business. I help to kind of uh, facilitate some sales and work for my family in their spare time. And so that's what mainly what I do as far as my business. Yeah, it's just fun to be able to, you know, take them out there and get to talk with people. And a lot of uh my sister, she does a lot of cooking, and she likes to be able to talk with people about her process, pretty much, because she 
she does a lot of uh, baking and uh, so. What inspired you to start your business? Well, when I came back, I was kind of looking for something that I could uh, keep myself occupied with because initially I wasn't planning on staying when I came back. Uh, when I came back, my dad, uh, it just started as simple as I came back, my dad had some spare berries he had been holding on to, and he, he needed just, you know, like, the supplies in order to make a batch of jams, jellies, uh, all these different things. And so we wound up starting from there, and it just kind of snowballed uh, where it was just, oh, I want to do this, so we're going to do this on the weekend, make some spare cash. By the time I decided to come back, it was probably a few months down the line. I didn't start my business right off. You know, it was just kind of a side project uh, and really that's kind of one of the things I would say that's a benefit of having gone through that farmer's market is that it helped me to be able to start my business because later on I got my business license and you know, started doing things uh, more uh, I don't know how you say it, officially I guess paying taxes all that good stuff trying to follow safety protocols, all these, you know, everything that needs to be uh, taken care of to be on the level. Anyway. What types of items do you sell? One thing we do, I kind of touched on that earlier too, is we try and get uh, herbs. There are some herbs that are kind of hard to find, uh, hard to locate, and certain berries too. Um, Everyone knows the bush, but sometimes you'll go out there and it won't have, you know, what you thought. You know, we're just constantly on the look for anything, really. And on top of that would be uh, quinceas. Uh, we also do quinceas braids. You know, we, I'm sure everybody, you know, there's quite a few people I know that do that, too. But we also do that. Like I spoke about uh, earlier, too, my sister, uh, she has some uh, professional training to, uh, I want to say, a cordon bleu. Uh, so she knows how to make some uh, some really good uh, stuff. I, like, it's hard for me to really pronounce some of the things, but good bread, as far as I know, you know, sourdough, um, just sweets, you know, a really good uh, menu. Uh, she's able to put that to use, you know, to making sales too and she likes to experiment that way because she likes to bake that's kind of one of her passions and you know my it keeps my family occupied too because my dad in his spare time he just likes to go you know look around and just kind of walk around uh, looking for berries anything really that's just what he likes to do it's kind of his hobby and so that affords him the time to do what he likes to do and at the same time, you know, be able to make a couple bucks on the side. Where can people find your products? Uh, right now, uh, I just I have a Facebook page, which is just, uh, you know, it's Arrow Wild Harvesters. That's my business name. Uh, I also have a phone number, but I, I have it on my Facebook page. 
usually people when they they're local and they they know about me uh i've met quite a few through the farmer's market and just through selling on my own down you know around the tribe and everything a lot of them know my facebook page and they, they know to find me there but i'm trying to work on website or trying to get some kind of basic layout uh nothing too fancy but you know it's something but contact information i know there's a few people that don't really use facebook uh so if i got to get something up where as my basic contact information then that's in the works but that's what i'm working on right now do you accept special orders usually we'll take orders you know we can if it's in season we can take an order and we can actually fill it within about a week uh, depending on how many orders we have you know as a food producer what is your vision for a food revolution for the Sichangu Lakota Oyate uh well I know one thing that would be nice is uh see I, I know a few people through the farmers market and uh there's a few people that are actually trying to like uh, get situation or they're talking about it as far as I know I don't I can't really speak about it myself I don't know much uh in detail but I know they're talking about possibly having uh allowing meat producers or whatever to try and go through like uh, I guess their own uh, process to try and sell to the people which is something that, you know I I would be all for more than anything because I mean it's not something out of the norm for Lakota people really to, you know we've had to like butcher our own cattle or deer and whatever else it's it's not out of the norm for us to have to have done that but if we can do it in a way that's official you know that would be nice too but i guess in general too uh, just for people to be able to buy locally because as a consumer myself i i would rather have local produce or anything you know even as a Lakota you want like you know chiaka or wild milk or make tea or something but you want to make um soups or whatever you want to be able to uh rely on your local resources because it's, i don't know it's just to me it's local produce is just better it's just garden fresh you know and same with uh meat too like local meat it's just you know where it's coming, it comes from all these things you know uh, that's that's what I see you know that's what I'd like to see anyway. because right now we just rely on a few you know main areas for uh for our produce and everything local markets and they're not exactly like farmers markets they just you know stores chain stores nothing wrong with that but I would like that opportunity what plans do you have for the future of your business Uh currently I'm working on thinking to get like a business site you know, for myself just kind of um trying to find a location uh what I what I kind of have uh in view I guess for my own business in the future is uh somewhere of a I would almost say conservation effort 
where you know if I'm not harvesting, I'm not just taking you know, from the land. Thank you for joining us, Jordan, and for sharing your story with our listeners. We're excited to see you at the Lakota Harvest Market and Mission this season. In addition to the market and mission, the Food Sovereignty Initiative is taking the market mobile this season once again. We've expanded our inventory as well as the number of communities that we are able to visit each week. For more information on what types of products you'll be able to find, as well as the dates and times of our route, give us a call at 605-856-8400. Message us on Facebook at the Sichangu Community Development Corporation. Find us on Instagram at Sichangu CDC or visit our website, www.sichangocdc.org. You've been listening to The Food Revolution with the Sichangu Food Sovereignty Initiative. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time in two weeks from today. Ah! <laughs>